Welcome to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. The show that keeps you updated with what's happening in the world of royalty, from the British royal family through to the aristocracy and current events from around the royal world. Hello and welcome to Right Royal Roundup. I'm Carolyn Cash and coming up later on today's show, we have news of a recent royal car crash, an update on the Duchess of Cambridge's visit to Malta, the success of the Invictus Games, and Princess Day in the Netherlands. Not one, but two royal visits to Canada, and maybe a new royal rocker. There is even more new information on how King Richard III was killed in battle, and even more, so stay tuned. Welcome to Right Royal Roundup with Carolyn Cash. Now crossing live to the throne. A referendum will be held in Scotland on Thursday the 18th of September to vote whether they will remain part of the United Kingdom. The Queen has asked Scots to think very carefully about the future before casting their votes when speaking to well-wishers outside Craithy Kirk last Sunday. The Duke of Edinburgh, the Duke and Duchess of Cornwall, who are also known as the Duke and Duchess of Rotherstone in Scotland, the Duke of York and the Duke of Cambridge, who is known as the Earl of Strathern, had accompanied the Queen to church. The Queen and Prince Philip are currently on their annual holidays at Balmoral, where they'll be staying for about another three weeks. Some breaking news from Kensington Palace regarding the Duchess of Cambridge. Unfortunately, the Duchess of Cambridge will not be travelling to Malta this weekend after seeking advice from her doctors. The Duchess continues to suffer from severe morning sickness, so the Duke of Cambridge will be travelling in her place. The Duke of Cambridge is said to be honoured to represent Her Majesty the Queen to celebrate the 50th anniversary of Malta's independence. On Right Royal Roundup, time now for a British Royal Family Update. News and views from Buckingham Palace. Prince Harry celebrated his 30th birthday last Monday following the triumphant success of the first Invictus Games in London, which ran from the 10th to the 14th of September. The Invictus Games closed with a concert at Queen Elizabeth Olympic Park, featuring stars such as the Foo Fighters and James Blunt. Prince Harry passed on a message from Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. Good evening, London. Firstly, I just want to read a short message from Granny. At this closing ceremony of the inaugural Invictus Games, Prince Philip and I send our heartfelt congratulations to the organisers and supporters of this competition. And most importantly, to you men and women of the armed forces who have overcome great adversity just to take part in these games. As I have followed the competition over the past four days, I have been deeply moved by your courage, determination and talent. All of you have used the power of sport to enhance your own recovery and to raise wider awareness of the enormous challenges faced by wounded veterans. The success of these games can be measured not by medals won, but by the renewed sense of purpose and confidence in your abilities that you have gained. I send my warmest good wishes and congratulations to you all. The Prince also thanked those who supported the games, including sponsors, supporters and volunteers as well as the athletes, for making the Games a reality. He also said, These Games have shown the very best of the human spirit. According to the Department of Defence, the Australian team won close to 20 medals 
even though there was no official medal tally. Congratulations to all of the athletes who participated in the Invictus Games. Visit Right Royal Roundup on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup. Or you can check out our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au. Princess Day was celebrated in the Netherlands on Tuesday the 16th of September with the opening of the Dutch Parliament in The Hague and a speech giving out the government's program for the next financial year and the budget. King Willem-Alexander and Queen Maxima travelled from Nordendi Palace in the Golden Coach to the Great Hall of the Binnenhof that afternoon. In his second address to both Houses of Parliament, King Willem-Alexander spoke of his sadness of the tragedy of MH17 in July, which has affected everyone. The disaster took 298 lives, including 196 Dutchmen and 38 Australians. Afterwards, the King and the Queen drove back to Nordendi Palace where they later appeared on the balcony and waved to the crowds. For any royal information heard on today's show, check us out at rightroyalroundup.com.au. In Norway, locals in Nordland County were treated to a special performance by Crown Prince Haakon on the last day of their royal visit to the town of Vestvagoy. Members of the band Frozen Fire invited the Crown Prince to join them on stage for a rendition of the rock classic Smoke on the Water, which was originally a hit for the British band Deep Purple during the early 1970s. Do you think of Crown Prince Hawkins' performance? Please leave your comments on our website at rightroyalroundup.com.au with this week's podcast. We wonder if the Crown Prince has taken up Prince Albert II of Monaco's Ice Bucket Challenge yet. Visit Right Royal Roundup on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup. Or you can check out our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au. In news from Sweden, King Carl Gustav XVI was involved in a car accident whilst travelling from the palace to Bromma Airport in Stockholm in a dark blue Mercedes on Wednesday the 17th of September. The King was travelling as a passenger in the back seat when another vehicle collided with the car in Nockerby Bridge near the Royal Palace of Drottningholm. There was a lot of damage to the car with one airbag deployed, but the King was not hurt or in shock. 
a royal spokesperson, has told the local media that the king is doing well despite the circumstances. There have been no reports of other injuries, but the car was later towed away. King Carl Gustav continued his journey to the airport and travelling in the security car which was accompanying his vehicle. The king flew to Vastaborten in northern Sweden on an official visit where he met local businesses and opened a new dairy. Also, the Swedish Royal Court has released a new app with information about the palaces, about the palaces, the royal family and Sweden's cultural heritage. It is available to download for iPhone, iPad and Android. This app is available in both English and Swedish and best of all, it's free and you can download it here even in Australia. If you're planning to visit the royal palaces in Stockholm or Drottningham Palace, the app can be used as a guide to the various rooms. King Carl Gustav says, My family and I have a great interest in preserving and protecting our cultural heritage. Here in Sweden, we should be proud of our cultural values. I hope this app will enable more people to find out about our shared history. Search the App Store or Google Play for Swedish royal palaces. For any royal information heard on today's show, check us out at rightroyalroundup.com.au. Prince Frederick and Crown Princess Mary of Denmark are on an official visit to Canada from the 17th to the 19th of September. On Thursday, the royal couple met with Canada's Governor-General David Johnston and his wife Sharon at Rideau Hall on Wednesday. Their Royal Highnesses also stopped at a red oak tree planted by the Prince's mother, Queen Margareta II, on the 11th of October in 1991 during a state visit. The Crown Prince couple will participate in various business and cultural activities which will strengthen ties between Denmark and Canada. The program will focus on food, health, architecture, design and fashion. Also, the Earl and Countess of Wessex are also on an official visit to Canada. Highlights of their visit include presentation of the Duke of Edinburgh Gold Awards in Victoria and Kelowna and walk on a portion of the Trans-Canada Trail through North Vancouver. The royal couple will also open a new library in the Dittidart First Nation near Duncan and travel to the Namgis First Nation in Alert Bay for a range of community events. Following their British Columbia program, the Earl visits Saskatchewan, including Moose Jaw and Regina, from the 17th to the 19th of September, whilst the Countess travels to Northern Ontario. On Right Royal Roundup, we now go back in time for some Right Royal Regal history. A new report has revealed King Richard III had 11 injuries before his death, with three of them being fatal. These findings were published in the medical journal The Lancet recently. Richard III was killed at the Battle of Bosworth Field on the 22nd of August in 1485, which was the last significant battle of the Wars of the Roses. King Richard III was the last English monarch to die in battle. Forensic teams at the University of Leicester used modern techniques to determine his injuries and which medieval weapons had caused them. Nine of these injuries were to the head which suggests Richard III had removed or lost his helmet beforehand. The lack of defensive wounds on his arms and legs show he was still wearing armour at the time of his injuries. According to Guy Rutty from the East Midlands Pathology Unit, the two fatal injuries to the skull were likely to have been caused by a sword, a staff weapon such as a halberd or bill, 
or the tip of an edged weapon. Richard's head injuries are consistent with some near-contemporary accounts of the battle, which suggest Richard had abandoned his horse after it became bogged in a swamp and killed whilst fighting his enemies. There was a pelvic injury which may have occurred when the king's body was slung over a horse before taken to Leicester for burial. These may have been inflicted after death as part of a vindictive post-battlefield celebration. Scientists and historians have been studying King Richard III's remains ever since they were found in a Leicester Council car park two years ago. Plans to reinter King Richard III's remains in Leicester Cathedral next year are underway. That's all we have for this week. Thank you for joining us and we look forward to your company again next week. You've been listening to Right Royal Roundup with Carol and Cash. Tune in next week for more of the latest royal news from around the world. And don't forget to like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Right Royal Roundup or visit our website, rightroyalroundup.com.au.